Hey everyone, welcome to the Tower of Babel Game of Thrones Breakdown for Season 4, Episode 9. The penultimate episode for this season, uh, The Watchers on the Wall. Um, typically, the ninth episode for every season has been like the big episode. This season's kind of turned things on its head and had like big events happen and big shocking things happen um, throughout the season. But um, this one still managed to... Top it isn't the word I was looking for because it's different than all those other things that happened this season. But it managed to um, still be the a significant, significant, episode. like yeah. important and something you'll remember. It's like it's like the Blackwater episode from season that's season two already. Yeah, uh, like times a hundred, I'd say. You know, although much harder to. Like, I'll, we'll get in, I'll get into we'll get into this. Let me just get you know all the uh, let me get into all formalities. The, yeah, the, get all that out of the way. Um, you know, if you guys is the first time you're here, um, you're a big Game of Thrones fan, make sure to read Daniel's written reviews on our site at www.towerbabblepodcast.com. Um, that's where you can also find our other podcast, our um, the Tower Babble podcast, where we talk about um, all nerdy things. We just geek out over pretty much everything that we like. Um, so make sure to check that out as well. And then follow us on Twitter at Tower Babblecast. And it's the same thing for Facebook, facebook.com slash Tower Babblecast. Okay. Now we got that out of the way, we can get into this week's episode. And I've been, um, for those of you who are, um, follow um, video game stuff, I've been, it was E3 uh, kicks off tomorrow being Tuesday. We're recording this on Monday. So all the big press conferences are today. So Sony and Microsoft and EA and Ubisoft all had theirs. Nintendo goes tomorrow. And I've been literally sitting in front of my computer writing news stories since um, 10.30 this morning for uh, for my site that I write for. At, uh, it's not my site, but I contribute to uh, Continue Play. So if you guys want to go check over that stuff over there. Point being, uh, I haven't had a chance to do the, the show notes. So Daniel did them this week. So I think, Dan, you should probably, you're going to have to like lead me That's through cool. the events of this episode again. Also, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to really like sit down and really like digest everything. I mean, I did kind of last night, but I was also drinking. So it doesn't, you know. Um, so... I'll try to do it with as little cynicism as I can, but I really didn't, didn't you, like this episode okay, that oh, much. Ooh, so. Okay, well, I, <laughs> that's awkward. Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll, 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 go scene by scene, and then we'll save, save your final thoughts. I guess you don't have to save them for the end. Just, you know, we'll do it how we normally do it and yeah, yeah, save yeah. the final thoughts for the end. So um, this is what they call a, a bottle episode um, yeah. where everything happens in the same place. It's uh, all Castle episode. Black in the north. Yeah. Um, we get the regular intro and we see all the places that uh, we saw in the last week with Mo Kalen and all that stuff. We don't go to any of those places uh, and we don't visit anything or anyone. We don't deal with any of the fallout from last week's uh, um, uh, big fight, you know. Yeah. But we get a whole different kind of fight. Um, so I don't know what your main major complaint is about this. If mine is that it's just really hard to see what's going on for the, most of the time. <laughs> it's just really dark. Like I turned yeah. up the brightness on my television at one point because I couldn't see. I literally went down and turned off all the lights so it was as dark as possible and I turned up the brightness and I still could barely tell what was happening a lot of the time. Now, it's a lot of blacks and grays and whites in that part of the world. There. If it was only blacks and whites, you'd be able to tell, but it's like it's like blacks on blacks, you know? Well, at nighttime, yeah. Yeah, so... That's my that's my major complaint. Most of the rest of the stuff I really I really did like. Um, but how does it start? Where do we start, Dan? Uh, it starts with Sam and John on the wall. They're, you know, getting ready for the attack. They have the watch, and uh, Sam's asking John about love and sex and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, Sam's never been with a woman and he feels like he's about to die, so he kind of wants yeah. to at least understand it a little bit. And John kind of like shrugs it off, not a big deal. Says all his problems, all all he got him was an arrow six inches from his heart, something like that. Which is true. I mean, you can tell that John doesn't yeah. want to talk about it. You know, I uh, I don't think he's he's not really the the he's like he says he's not really a poet. You know, yeah, exactly. He's not really eloquent enough to to. <laughs> you know, describe that he wanted, what the sense he's like, what's the size, what was the size of her feet? Like that, like, yeah, Sam, you're being a weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know you're already like a weirdo, but like, come on. Um, it's like, you know, you don't kiss and tell, I guess is John's, um, philosophy. Yeah. Um, respectable. Yeah. Um, so then after that, they kind of walk around and John says that he'll take the watch and says, you know, Sam, go to bed kind of deal. <laughs> Which is a, well, there's a lot of that. Um, I actually really like this scene. I think it's it's a good bonding scene for the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. It's um, good. Like they, we haven't had a lot of them together since they've been back from their trip north of the wall. You know? Yeah, and we got to see the top of the wall again for the first yeah. time. That we see a lot of it in this episode, which is <laughs> fine. But we hadn't seen it in a long time. Um, I'm still not quite sure how the whole elevator system works. Um, yeah, you know what? That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any a, sense. A, a child can apparently turn the thing to make it in the go books. Up and down. It's like there's there's men at the top, and then it's a winch, and they have to like pull it like like you're putting it in like a ground anchor or something you know? yeah but uh in this you just press a button well it's not <laughs> not quite <laughs> although i don't know how she signals to like go down like he just gets in sam gets into the elevator right they like walk up to it he gets yeah. in and then it just starts to go down like like they, he knew like he didn't there, there was no signal he didn't like pull on a rope or something yeah yeah you just have to not think about it too also and much. like the other times it's like you get down pretty quick, you know, and up pretty quick. Yeah, it's a seven hundred foot wall, and but, it's going pretty slow when it starts and finishes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you just imagine them like while the fighting's going on, just in that elevator. Just, yeah. <laughs> I imagine that there's like a slow elevator music playing like the whole time, like do 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 do, and they just like literally have or the most impatient that John, in fact, jumps out at halfway because he's oh, yeah, so. Yeah, he does. That's pretty badass. <laughs> um, I don't know halfway, not quite, but. Really close to the ground. Anyway, um, that scene was good. Uh, like, Sam actually gets a lot of character development in this episode, yeah. which is, I guess, good because he didn't die. Spoilers. Um, he does, <laughs> spoilers for the episode they we're really talking about. They really made it about. feel like he was going to die. They, 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 you know, they amped up the whole thing about, I'm not leaving you, Gilly, and stuff like that, and then mm -hmm. he leaves her in the room. Mm -hmm. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens next? Where do we move from uh, there? Sam, rather than going to bed, decides to go and do some late night reading about wildlings and like what they do to their prisoners. Just some random crap because he's he's not, I don't know, he's not ready for bed. And then Mr. Eamon comes in, can tell that it's him because he's the only one that would be there reading at that time and starts to have a cool little talk with him and then tells him to go to bed again. Yeah, okay, so I mean, you kind of jumped over some stuff, but like... Um... Was it always was Master? Is Master Amon always blind? Like I didn't. First of all, yeah. I didn't know that. Like, that uh, did they make that clear? Like before? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I maybe I just don't one. pay attention. But they haven't really touched on it again, right? Like he kind of moves yeah, around like he's not blind. You know. He's so used to that place. Okay, yeah. I guess. And also, um, did they make it clear that he was Maester Aemon Targaryen before? Did that was that? Or yeah, that... for sure. No way. No way. They that said was that. Also, before. in season one, he has a big talk with John where he reveals who he is and that he was he was meant to be king and he chose not to be. Hmm. I don't know how I don't remember. It's season one, Dan. I haven't rewatched that season, I guess, in a long time. Um, it seemed like that was a big deal. Like, that was cool to me. Um, 
Yeah. Only because I guess for me that was like a first time, even though for everyone else watching who actually knows what they're talking about, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it was much cooler reveal in season one. It, 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 they did a better job. Well, I think, it, it, it I, think, just be like know, that. I think what it is is I, in season one, I don't know... I have no nothing to base that information on. Yeah. You could say I was Amon Targaryen. That means nothing to me if I'm not if I don't have any further knowledge about what why that's important or why that's a big deal. Four mm-hmm. seasons in, we've got lots of backstory about like the Targaryens and all that kind of stuff. And now, and I probably and I I for, completely forgot about that. And then we get back to that. He reveals it again, and or I guess not a reveal, but he says it to um to to, to Sam, and it actually has more weight to it this time because I actually have some some background you know fair enough i guess but yeah everybody else knew that already <laughs> okay anyway all right <laughs> um I, I don't know either way i think that's that's really cool um i love mace he's a really cool character i like characters like the the older characters that have that uh, perspective of the history and stuff like that so what is he what was he doing the whole fight is he just like in that room like just yeah, in his bedroom yeah. the know, library it's not like he gets a sword right like yeah he's tending to the ravens doing what he's doing like he probably would be like when Again, later on in the episode, Sam mentions Maester Eamon being there to, to heal people. Like he, that's what Maesters do. Mm-hmm. So he's probably helping the wounded in some capacity. That, yeah, that would make sense. Um, my question is, they've known about this attack being imminent for like a while, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, and they have ravens there, right? Mm-hmm. So why didn't um, why didn't they why didn't they ask for some backup? You know, they did. They did a lot. Did, like, it, basically, all like leading up to this point, they've been asking everybody everywhere for help. For well, men. that's not clear. So they do send that message out at the end of season. Is it end of season three, where um, Stannis uh, like? Oh yeah, remember like that's the last thing I remember them saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how clear they made it, but yeah, that letter was sent basically to everyone. Okay, sure. But it, but we yeah. ought know also know like. Tell me if no, if they, people didn't respond, at least show people, like, I guess, yeah. how do you show people not responding? But, like, at least make it clear, say a line of dialogue saying, hey, you know, we've asked for help and no one's giving any, you know? I believe, I want to say in season two, they did have one of those when Tyrion was, like, the acting hand. And he was in the council chamber with, like, Cersei and Varys and all of them. Yeah. The small council. They, like, they briefly mentioned it and they all kind of played it off because none of them really care about that. Sure. But when, like you, when, you say, when you say, hey, guys... We only have a hundred people here, and there's a hundred thousand heading to the wall. Um, like if you make it, if you tell them that there's like a reason to care, someone might care. You know, you'd hope so. Like but what's they um, all have their own uh, things to care about. Well, what's uh, what's what's his name over at Dreadfort up to, other than kicking out like the couple hundred Ironborn out of the north? Like nothing, right? Yeah, but he doesn't care about anything that's going on. They probably got a letter too. He just doesn't care to go up there. He's doing his thing. What what's what is his thing? Going to Winterfell taking, and hanging out? out the Ironborn and being the Warden of the North. The thing is, nobody takes the, the Night's Watch seriously. Um, nobody believes that there are 100,000 wildlings. I think that they're, they're just saying that because they need men, because they've been asking for men forever. Mm, that's true. Nobody believes that anybody could actually get over the wall. Nobody believes there could actually be a threat on the other side of that wall. Well, I think, I guess, we'll see if maybe that changes, you know, following uh, this week's episode i don't know um i like usually the the 10th episode does a good job of playing on the fallout and there's two weeks two episodes now a fallout that they need to to yeah to deal with well i mean this is nothing's resolved at the end of this episode either well yeah actually more questions are raised really uh but again we're getting ahead of ourselves um so what happens after the sam he's reading his little book he 
he's reading i like the line about him uh like all these things that the the wildlings do and he's like you know what what do they think that they uh the wildlings say that we do you know yeah. which is it, you know it makes sense uh obviously it's gonna be out of like out of hand like what does he say like he'll they'll boil you alive make you last for days or whatever um which he says at, very, at like the end but like says at the end as well it's just yeah. probably something that he read in that book yeah yeah um but either way uh sam uh then goes he's told to go to bed and, and on his way i guess um we see uh gilly at the at the the gate well, before that, there's like a little scene with the wildlings, oh, themselves. Like it's, it's really not even important. It's Egret fletching arrows. No, no, that scene's is that no, no, no. That's after that, isn't it? No, because Gilly walks by when they're all fighting. Oh, really? I didn't see it's that. Stupid. It's so. I stupid. honestly, did, I didn't even see that. <laughs> Was I supposed to notice that she had yes, walked by? Yes, you were. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's Egret fletching arrows, and then Stir calls her out and says that she, he doesn't believe she would kill John or anything like that, and they all have a whole. They, they go, she gets up at his grill kind of deal, and then, uh, yeah, there's Gilly walking behind. You can't really tell it's Gilly, but it's a lady with a baby in a cloak. Oh, okay. Didn't so. notice that. Um, odd that she would choose to walk right by exactly. them. Exactly. You know. And odd that they wouldn't notice, and everything about it was pretty dumb. <laughs> oh, okay. See, like, that didn't that scene didn't bother me because I didn't know that that was happening <laughs> in the background. Um, but, yeah, that's odd. Like, there was, like, when you, like, they do that cool pan-up shot, like, a little bit later where they pan up from where, like... <laughs> They, they're the the wildlings are camped out outside of Castle Black and pans yeah. up over towards like the other side of the wall. Yeah, you can see that there's like a massive area on like <laughs> to the like to the east. Yeah, uh, that they could just like she could have just avoided that whole like group of them altogether. Yeah, for sure. You know? There's plenty of other ways to get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I saw. Uh, <laughs> what do you write? Egret is fletching more arrows than is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's, they have an issue with her fletching all these arrows. Which doesn't make sense. You need arrows. But yeah, I, I, but they just—I think they like to. I think they like to complain about everything. Is yeah. really what it comes down to. They don't live a very comfortable life, Dan. I don't know if you noticed. They cut scars into their face. Um, anyway, so she Gilly sneaks by, and then um, she uh, makes it to the. To well, I know this black. is the first time we've actually spent any time with Egret since like uh, for a yeah, long well, time. We've seen her do a lot of killing. Yeah, and this is her just and now her just you know trying to act tough yeah turns out uh well we'll, we'll get there <laughs> um so then sam uh uh makes uh well pip won't open the the gate for her because he was ordered not to and sam actually like grows some balls and oh, says, yeah. open the fucking gate and it's pretty good to see sam mm-hmm. i thought for sure a little more assertive i thought for sure that like something was gonna happen because i didn't notice the whole like i knew gilly was there uh and then they did the scene with the wildlings right so i thought for sure that like maybe they followed them if, and like that when he opened the gate like that would be like sam like losing the battle for them like just by this one move <laughs> turns out that didn't happen but it wouldn't have surprised me if he if that had happened um and he makes this big speech about not letting her um you know uh, not leaving her, not ever, leaving her. Yeah. wherever she goes he goes and then inst- and then immediately leaves her uh <laughs> <laughs> well so, yeah yeah the horn blasts twice for wildlings and then he has to take her to a room for her to be safe and then leaves her there yeah so he some back room. Apparently, there's only one back room in Castle Black. <laughs> um, so a back room, and then uh, then the, this is where like the it really starts to get moving. Um, yeah. So we have the it kind of like pans up and shows like a reddish color in the sky, and I'm like, okay, finally we're gonna see this. This we're gonna see this 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 bonfire, the, the biggest, biggest bonfire, bonfire the, the North has ever seen. Okay, so 
we get this cool pan up from the 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 wildlings on the south of the wall and they like kind of ru- there's like start running and this is like this is like this episode more than any you really see the money that they spend on the show like right on screen so they pull up and it's a pan- one pan shot you see the yeah, you see castle black it goes up over the wall like super close to the wall and then uh shows us pretty much an entire forest on fire um yeah. i was expecting something different i mean forest fires are cool but i mean i've seen forest fires before uh, I was like, I was like, want to see like a really big explosion or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, everything about this episode for me, I, it, it was, it was. I, I wrote this underwhelming. Like it, I imagine it would be probably a, a bigger fire from the ground level where the wildlings are. So yeah. it, it makes sense. But from on top of the wall, it didn't really look like much, and it didn't really look intimidating or anything. Well, it was it pretty just, intimidating. It was a giant fire. Eh. It was a forest. Pretty much the entire forest was on fire. But I mean, like, I wanted it to be more like more big than it, or tall than it was like long, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, what are you gonna light on fire? That that's that big? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so then you get uh, some like really cool shots of like the uh, of like the wildling army coming out of the uh, out of the forest. Um, yeah. You have like the you see the the Night's Watch like preparing on the on the top uh, on top of the wall. They got barrels full of stuff. Um, I guess like oil and stuff, right? Is that the idea? Some of them are barrels of like, yeah, oil or pitch that they can light. Some of them are just barrels of rocks and ice just okay. to drop on motherfuckers. Yeah, that's but. okay. Cool. Um, and then, so they got that, they're lighting torches. I guess the idea is to make it look like there's more of them on the roof than there on the wall than there actually is. Um, yeah. which I thought made pretty smart, a, yeah. smart idea. Um, and you have, uh, who's on the, who's manning the wall? It's, uh, Sir Alistair Thorne has the command, yeah. and so he's, he's just yelling and swearing at everybody, and it's pretty... I think he did a great job this episode. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. You, you don't like this character a lot, but this episode, he did some pretty badass stuff, and he actually yeah. did had said some redeeming moments, and it's not clear to me if he died or not at the end. I think uh, it, he was more injured than he was dead. Yeah, he was taken out of the fight, but... Yeah. Um, he has a great line where he's talking to uh, John, and yeah. he's uh, saying, you know... Uh, you're you were right. You said the old, you know, I told you so. Essentially, you can say I yeah. told you so because you were right. We should have sealed the the tunnel when they had the chance. And then my question is, this is my question: um, Why didn't they seal the the tunnel um, at that point? Like, well, they I, had explosives, right, in those barrels. No, uh, what they, they, I think they, what they wanted to do was put rocks and then water so it would freeze. Because mm. you don't want to light explosives under the wall. There, you could accidentally blow up a large chunk of the wall if you, mm, i guess that'd be yeah, the right, yeah like they, their whole plan was to flood it for it to seal so that takes well where would they time. get water like that well like, there's plenty of ice all over the place they just have to melt the water down and then it freeze again or something i don't know that seems like they don't have ho- they don't have hoses that's why that's why it would take a long time <laughs> yeah they would take like years <laughs> to freeze off it. like sections i guess i don't know that's, i feel like the idea would be to collapse the tunnel and that's that's that would be a fair point because you don't really need to collapse like the one side and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But they well, still didn't do it. It's okay. Maybe later. There's still time. Um, so okay, so they're preparing for battle, and I really like this is where the the it being super dark gets really hard to see what's going on. Um, you like a lot of the time you actually have no idea what's happening. It's like people are moving, you know, people are moving like urgently. Um, you still don't quite get a sense of how many actual like Night's Watch there is, even though they told us last episode. 
or not last episode before that. Um, but it seemed like there was more than a hundred. If like at least, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to tell. But it seemed like it's there was for sure hard to tell. Just and also because their their forces are split between the the bottom and the top, right? Mm-hmm. But I had about a hundred. So I love the and then who's the um, who's the the other guy from the from um, 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 Kingsguard? Yeah, Janos Slint. From okay, so City he comes up because uh, they they said they're losing the the gate downstairs because uh, they they start using like. Um, oh, I guess you know what? You know, back up a little bit here. There's another scene, and it's Sam, and he's talking with um, Pip. Pip about like essentially, it's a lot of like talking about like morale, like mortality, and like yeah. like living, and you know, not having lived long enough. Um, and this was another great scene. Um, I like how like they don't really tell you, but they just show you like how all the archers have like two crossbows. And then, yeah. uh, so you have one being loaded while the other one's being fired, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam was loading for Pip, and Pip can't do shit. He's, yeah, he's freaking out because he's never been in a fight before. Yeah, and he's missing a lot. Yeah. Um, Pip then, like, not right away, but then Pip does die. Um, it's sad. In a pretty brutal way, too. The uh, arrow through his, like, throat, essentially. Yeah. Um, from Egret. Apparently, it's the only archer that the uh, wildlings have. Who's <laughs> on that re- side? Of who's the also wall. really good. Yeah. Um. But I like this is this this whole part is harder to talk about uh, because it's like this episode is hard to talk about because it's all one big essentially one big scene and we usually talk about it scene by scene. Um. I'll just I'll so I'll just kind of like throw in the things I remember like uh, yeah. when he was talking to uh, Slint uh, when Sam was, or John's talking to Slint because uh, Thorn went downstairs, um, or down downstairs can i call it downstairs you can say downstairs you went downstairs um and um so (laughs) and he's like he's a there's giants riding mammoths down there (laughs) and i was like you know what when he puts it when he puts it like that in his british accent um it sounds way more like badass than even just looking at giants riding mammoths because like it just looks even though you can you in your mind, it makes sense. It's a giant elephant with fur, and there's a man on top riding it like it's a pony. Um, <laughs> it, like it, I guess just the way they filmed it, I would have. It, it didn't seem as imposing and cool as I would have thought, um, or could have. I guess like when you say it's not. What was the word you used? Um, underwhelming. Underwhelming. It's cool I think as a lot it was of those problems are because you're on top of the wall and everything looks like they look like ants. Even if you're a mammoth, you look like a little like a bigger ant. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> Um, but, but also, ha- like the other thing that the what made it so underwhelming is like there was one mammoth, one singular mammoth, and two giants. One I mean, mammoth. Maybe three. Now, exactly. I know. I know. I did, they said that this was just their preliminary attack, but like you would, you would think they would have been, had more to show. Which, by know? the way, when they did that, when they at, at the end, when they said, you know, this was just, you know, they were just feeling it out, feeling yeah. it out, and you're like, oh shit, because like yeah. the whole time you're thinking like this is it, you know, and then whoa turns out no it's not and you actually um you know you have a lot more to deal with with and a lot it less seemed people. like they lost at least half their men yeah in like binary attack um although like that's what i mean like if you could seal the tunnel the stuff <laughs> that you can do from the top of that wall is like crazy good like it would be almost impossible and this is i guess the whole idea of a 700 foot ice wall comes into like yeah. that it would be almost impossible to get over it you know, yeah. when you have a giant like swinging blade 
that cuts through and like how could you even climb it like you just rinse it back up and again do it again like i guess you could climb up if i was listen if i was um <laughs> a um, wildling a wildling there's like how many other um castles yeah right yeah, they don't really talk about that and the whole thing is that castle black is like the easiest way through okay but like so there's all these other castles that don't have anyone at them no that they, not that they know that but like you could pretty much figure that one out pretty quick when none of the other castles light torches when you walk up to them, you know. Yeah, but they're all they're pretty spread out. Like you would have to move your army. There's a hundred thousand of them. West. Yeah. So you just you keep a, keep a couple thousand to distract uh, For sure. Castle Black, and you just climb up the wall somewhere else. But and again, then it's not even an issue. Know, as far as they know, all the castles are manned, and they don't want to split their force to do that. Well, you just have I was to take okay, it on but, I know, but like. Military strategy, if this is your feeling out, wouldn't you try to feel out the other castles too? And just to see how like how well fortified those ones are? And turns out and then you would by after tonight you would say, Okay, only Castle Black is is, is fortified. So oh, I the would other, the other thing they don't also they don't mention this in the show either. The other castles that have been abandoned sealed their tunnels. Okay, obviously. But I guess I don't think the Wileys would have known that, so it doesn't it doesn't really They wouldn't know that and you could just you can if they're climbing the wall anyway, which is like they were pretty quick at it, apparently. This like these ones. Um, yeah. If they're climbing the wall anyway, then like, just climb it somewhere else. That's what I would like. Where there isn't a giant swinging blade, you know. Yeah. By the way, when that happens, when it like comes out of the fucking ice like that, that's that was so cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw like a tweet or whatever. It's like he's like they're like so much for the wall defending itself. Because <laughs> um, they always say like the wall's its own like its own defense. Yeah. But like, that's that's. That's not quite the walls on defense. That's just a fucking massive blade. <laughs> um, uh, I also really liked like the um, exploding barrels and that one that estate that got stuck. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> the giant archer was the best. Oh yeah, that was. Oh Holy my god! Shit. He like does this like one knee, and it's like a harpoon. And it's a and it like did it. It hits a guy right. The, and he's the like, first ah! one doesn't, and the second one just just destroys this guy. It goes guy. like poof and then he lands. It was really cool. It follows it and it goes all the way down and follow, uh, falls it down and lands like, and then the best, a guy, it lands right next to a guy, he looks at it and then he keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like, like who cares? Like I just saw a man fall from the sky with a giant harpoon. <laughs> um, and also felt like the, the wildlings breached the set, like the southern gate really quickly, you know, like even though they had, um, um, what's it called? Grappling hooks, I guess. Like, yeah. I feel like that's harder to do than it like than they made it seem. Well, it, it was also it was guys like Pip defending them, right? Like, that's true. It wasn't it wasn't like their strongest force down there, so they yeah they took it pretty quickly. And it, as Tormund Steer defends, they're pretty seasoned fighters. So I I, I bought that one. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, what else is what else stand out yeah. in this? Uh, well, I mean, we didn't really talk. Like, it's hard to talk because it's a lot of fighting and not talking. So you can just yeah, you, you can know. say so. Fighting happened yeah. and fighting. <laughs> Sir Alistair fought uh, Tormund. That was pretty cool. That was yeah. That was that was, that a, was a super fight. cool fight. And you actually could see some what was going on because there's torches down there, um, which was helpful. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, he was injured. He's taken out. Slint was all shell shocked and couldn't believe that there were giants down there. He said giants or he said mammoths don't exist, so that's impossible. Shell's <laughs> <laughs> like they're right fucking there. So, I yeah, Grand, that, you know what we did. We should talk about that because like yeah, and then um, what's his name? Uh, the other Gren Gren because they're like the only three uh, 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 Night's Watchmen that we meet. Um, 
he's like, uh, oh yeah, hey, uh, Thorne needs it downstairs, uh, pretty urgent. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, okay. Um, and then like they all rally around John, yeah. um, John which is which is, you know, pretty cool. You know, someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like everyone's been it's kind of been waiting for this for a long time. It's like it's about time that he kind of like took over. Um, even though you got to admit that uh, um, Alistair Thorne did a pretty good job while he oh, was sure. up there. Yeah. Um, oh. And all, all John's job really was was knock draw loose. But yeah, and, I guess. <laughs> but still, it was epic. Yeah, I agree. No, I mean, it, I think it's it's okay. You could say, yeah, that's his only job. But like, he's also to be like inspiring is also yeah. his job. And that he did, I think, a really good job of that. Um, and I want to talk about that that conversation he has with uh, with Thorne. Um, earlier that we kind of skipped over. I thought that was a really great scene. Like, yeah, it was. And especially like Thorne's like speech about how like, you know, second guessing yourself and when you second guess yourself, then it's over, you know? Um, well, what it takes to be a leader. Yeah, right? but it's like, so it's like, which I think John think, I think slowly is learning. Um, but I don't think he's quite there yet. Um, full on. Um, but what he says about, can not so much confuse me, but it seemed like, um, to contradict itself he's like you know um you were right about the whole tunnel thing um you know and uh i'm in charge and it, when i start second guessing myself that's when bad things happen it's like well so you're saying that like and that's the end so it's like so you're second guessing yourself now but then he ends this he ends the speech by saying but it's not the end yet so are you second guessing yourself <laughs> or not like i don't know uh the speech is so good it's just confusing um, I think yeah, it's about like he is second guessing himself, but uh, he he can't let the men know that he's second guessing himself, or else they won't actually like yeah. trust in what he's saying, you know. And then he later on goes down there and has like a really like really yeah. sick like uh, speech like, saying the castle in the morning, Castle Black will still be here, and so will the Night's Watch, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then like like he's like on me, a bunch and of then it goes and kills a bunch of wildlings, which is pretty yeah. sick. Um, that whole, that whole, pretty much the coolest part was anything that was happening in the bottom. Actually, that's not true. Because I really liked what was happening at the top. The fighting, (laughs) the, like, hand-to-hand combat was really cool, um, down on the bottom. Um, so before we get to, uh, one of the, the bigger scenes, do we miss anything? Um, I don't think so. Um, Just a lot of, a lot of fighting, a lot of arrows. Yeah, and, like, apparently people aren't very good at, like, I love that when they're like just standing there, all the um, uh, the wildlings, and they're just all just getting picked off. Like they're just literally just standing there going, "Yeah!" And like their buddy would just get hit by an arrow, and they'd be like, and then the other guy would be like, "Yeah!" They're like, hit by an arrow um, instead of just like taking us. Like they're on fire, you can see them like coming. You know. By the way, what's the purpose? Oh, so that when you kill them, it lights their body on fire, so they don't come back from the dead. Is that the purpose of no. having your fire? What's the purpose of having your? I, it's kind of. In other situations, it's like considered an honorable thing to do. When you don't light them on fire, they're called night arrows, and it's kind of like a like a coward's tactic. Oh. That's not, that's not what's happening here. Also, in terms of being able to judge your shot, being able to see your range and stuff like that, you need to be able to track your arrow. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that whole night arrow thing. That's cool. I think they at this point, I think honor being honorable is not quite. Um, that's not even like a, I, I just that's like a that's a real that's like a real thing. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, that's your history lesson for the day, folks. Um, so we have Egret. She's picking. She was. She killed like a lot of guys in this episode. Like yeah, well, at least, like at least, like ten, at least, right? 
Yeah. Um, and so she finally sees John fighting, um, who loses his sword. Yeah. Which was to uh, stir the Magnarth, and he's fighting. Yeah. So he and he kills him with a hammer, which is pretty brutal. Um, and then so she comes up behind him, and then she can't do it. You know, she's standing there, bod, uh, bow drawn. And, uh, she can't, she can't do it. Um, and then she's killed by that kid who... It's just a stupid little kid. It doesn't... And then uh, he gives, like, a little nod, too. Which yeah. I thought was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got your back, man. So stupid. <laughs> and did they ever set up the fact that he was, like, good at, like, he was an archer, he, like, nope. learned how to no, no, do no. those things? But or... before that, all that happened, the kid was super scared. He was the one that was doing that elevator. Yeah. And Sam needed to go back up, and he told him, he told the kid to do the elevator, and then he said, and kid, like basically, I'm paraphrasing, he said, and kid, grab a weapon. And the kid looked over, and there was a bow there. And now he's this fucking... Johnny ass. Archer. Yeah. You know. um, he's Green Arrow, apparently. Uh, like, it's cool, like, because the, the kid got revenge for his parents, I guess, but I don't know. I didn't, it it could have been done better. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a bitch way to die. I mean... Wow. Maybe that's not the right terminology to use. <laughs> it just seemed like a shitty way to go out, you know, like yeah. shot in the back by a kid. Um, and then, yeah, in her dying breath, she's she reminds John of that cave that they were in where she said yeah. she never wanted to leave. And it's all sad. Which they brought up in the previously on. Yeah, um, they had to. because yeah. People forgot about it. <laughs> like people forget about Aegon, um, you know, no big deal. <laughs> uh, it happens. Um, so... That's another big character that we haven't seen. She's gone. Um, I just like that. You said I thought for sure that whether Sam or uh, uh, or John would die in this episode. Um, as the episode was going on, I thought one of them might die. Yeah. Uh, not like before. They really, really made it seem like Sam was gonna die at well, the beginning. Well, because like the whole like taking in Gilly and like and like, like just him the, finally like, like getting like uh, like some. I don't courage. know how to even describe it. Like the way that they focused on him and how he's like growing as a character and how he's like. You know, becoming a real man, it, like it made yeah, he, he was so triumphant. You know, he, he, like it, it was it was too much good for one character, <laughs> yeah. which you're not used to in Game of Thrones, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he kills a guy. Yeah, through he the shoots a guy through the head with a crossbow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, but before that happened, like the mammoth and the giants were trying to break down that gate, which was pretty cool. Yeah, um, pretty cool. Also, how did, how do they just like? They were picking off wildlings at the tree line, and these people just walked up to the gate untouched. Well, they're giants. I don't know. Maybe they can take an arrow. <laughs> yeah, they, they do say that the giants were pierced by a few arrows. But, and then they finally get to the gate, and they drop a couple of those barrels on them. Yeah, and then I don't understand what they're waiting for. Like, why didn't you do that again? After You see this guy lifting right the gate. Like, do it again, you know? There's right away, one more yeah. right there. Just they like, have more barrels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and one of the giants was taken out by that scorpion. That was pretty cool, too. Scorpion? That's the thing, you know, the it's like a giant crossbow. Oh, that's what that's called? They're called scorpions, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're, they're not called that. They're for sure called scorpions. They're like big, really big crossbows, and they shot a big thing, and it killed the giant. I also really like the uh, like leaning over the edge, like arrows thing. Like they oh, had yeah. like the, the guys on ropes, on and the then wind, yeah. like that, that, that was really cool um, until the guy fell. The one guy guy, yeah. Yeah, well, that's when that thing exploded, right? Is there... Yeah, so it killed one of the guys that was holding him. Yeah. Or it didn't even have to kill him. It just, like, moved him. Yeah, and he fell. 
but either way, I thought that was like cool. You could just like lean over and like fire right down. The, like they thought of everything on the top of that. Like I guess being there for but, that many okay, years. Also, like you said earlier, they had so much time to prepare. But as soon as the horns start blowing and the, they see people coming, they're like, "Get those barrels loaded! Let's get these barrels!" Well, like, loaded. they're not gonna leave them like in of their course. in like it's a, you're gonna like leave a loaded gun at the top. Like it only takes a couple minutes to load them. Like, they're giant barrels. They're heavy as shit. It took yeah, like, how many of those barrels do they have? Like, do they have more of them? Like, that's not made clear either. Yeah, it's not, but they, they have a decent amount. Okay. So they were spending some of the time prepping those. It's just, it felt weird that they're like, oh, they're here now, and then they're, like, rolling them through. Like, it didn't even have to be loaded. It could have been right next to it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, just come it, on It just now. seems like the, logis- planning. the logistics behind this whole thing weren't made clear. Um but I mean, like the logistics of this whole world aren't necessarily always made clear. Like, how do you build a seven hundred foot ice wall? Nitpicking right now. Yeah, I know, but like, how do you even build a seven hundred foot ice wall? So it's like, well, they are had you really magic gonna be, back then. Are you gonna complain about <laughs> they have magic now? When the wall was built, there was for sure magic. The children of the forest helped. The giants helped. Children of the forest. Yeah. What are those? They've talked about that in the show a couple times. Okay, I don't know. They're, they're, they're this, the people that populated Westeros before the first men came to Westeros. Oh, okay. They're the ones who... Uh, like the indigenous. ...worship the old gods, and they're the ones who made the, the werewood trees. You can make a werewood tree? Well, like, they carved the faces into the werewood oh, trees. I thought those just grew like that. No. Really? What? Uh, no. Yeah, they carved the faces. Okay, I didn't know that. Um... So, what else do we have? Okay, so he sends, uh, not Pip, it's... Gren. Gren. So, John sends Gren with uh, three other guys. and Gren- So, not only uh, Pip and Gren both get, like, a moment of glory before they die. Thought that we get to see Gren die, unfortunately. That would have been really cool to see that fight, actually. Yeah. Um, I guess they ran out of money. <laughs> so, you have them go down, and they hold the they hold the second gate, which I didn't know they had. Um and they have like the giant he lifts the gate finally and he's running and uh they obviously frayed so he makes this like this inspired like uh speech where he uses the the oath and they kind of yeah and uh and then it like cuts to black right when it uh right when the giant hits the gate we see the aftermath he kind of bent it and like they're all dead um which sucks i would like the giant's dead too yeah everyone's dead um, and he says the whole thing about like how then they you know they risk they sacrificed their lives to hold the second gate and they did you know um, they held the gate that's exactly what John told them yeah. to do. Um, so is there anything else that happens in the battle that we haven't touched on? Um, I guess we could say that uh, uh, Slint went down and hid in that same back room that oh, yeah. with uh, Gilly with Gilly, um, which I thought was pretty funny. Which I said like I guess there's only one back room, um, <laughs> and. Uh, is there... John gave Ed the command. The command when he went down, Ed Tollett. Oh yeah, he's the the long faced one with the long hair. Yeah, the one that's always like droopy, and they call him Dolorous Ed because he's so like morose. <laughs> um, is that from a book? Is that they? I don't think they yeah, called him that. I think they probably maybe they did in the show. Probably not. I don't know, but that's who he is. Okay, so is it means he's taking over for? Uh... He was just at the top of the wall. Okay. He's the one that let that that like anchor thing. So yeah, he like he's the one that yeah yeah. yeah uh, the, the, the scythe, I think they called it, right? Yeah, sure. And then like, I like that you could rewinch it. I thought it was like a one-time thing, and then he's like, "Okay, bring it back up." I'm like, "Okay, sick." <laughs> um, so oh, no, and then he says they've had enough for one day, so the, they their attack's over. Yeah. Um, so my because, question is: is yeah. in the aftermath of this fight, which we know is just one of 
probably many that will happen at the wall. Um, which is not good, does not spell good things for the, uh, the Night's Watch. Um, where does that leave, like, the command situation? So, uh, we'll get to this, but John leaves at the end of this episode, right? So, yeah. and then you have uh, Thorn half dead, you know? Yeah, it's not really clear what happens with Thorn, but yeah. he is the acting commander. And then, you have, and then you have Slint, who, like, ran away crying like a baby. So, yeah. I mean, no one's going to listen to him. Um, I mean, there are other men they haven't really focused on or like mentioned in the show. So there, like, there is a, some sort of hierarchy. Okay, so there is someone who's going to take command. Just maybe not yeah. the one we've known. We've yeah, met. yeah. Okay, and it might be the guy that was on the that we left that John left in command. Is that possible? Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say so. I'd say, okay. Remember when John first came back and he was like in front of like five of them, mm-hmm. like in a little tribunal. Well, there's like the builder guy. Yeah. Like the so yeah. like there's the four or the three orders, right? So there's Jarman Buckwell was the guy that of the, uh, the leader of the builders. He mm-hmm. uh, would be in there, you know, or the leader of the stewards is. I don't remember his name. Okay. Anyway, that's um, fine. And the Rangers is Thorn, right? That. Uh, right now, yeah. Okay. Just because there's no one else. Uh, before that was Corin Halfhand, right? No, before that was uh, John's uncle Benjamin Stark. Well, yeah, but Cor- I guess Corrin we don't Halfhand know. That's was right. The, the, the leader acting from the Shadow Tower. Oh, okay, but like. We don't know what happened with Benjamin Stark. We have literally have is he even even on the show once? Like was he just talked about? Season one, no. He actually is on the show at one point. In season one, yeah. In the first episode. In the first couple episodes. Okay, and then he leaves. He's at the feast. He takes John. He he's with John on the wall for a bit, and then he goes on arranging to find out what happened to Sir Waymar Royce, is the guy who died at the very first, like, yeah, very first scene. Yeah, of the sh- entire then, series. Yeah, and then they never see you. Never see Benjamin Stark again. He's just missing. But the two wives presumed that come dead, back, presu- presumably, yeah, basically at this yeah. point, the two that come back that try to kill the Lord Commander when John has to light it on fire and burns his hand. Yeah, those were his men. Okay, those were Benjamin Stark's men. Interesting. Okay. Um. All right. Good. Okay. I think that covers <laughs> that covers all the information. I think that people need to know. Um, <laughs> But uh, let's talk about John's uh, plan here. Um, so he walks out to the through the tunnel um, with Sam. They make the whole thing about they hold the second gate. He gets to the the gate, uh, the main gate, and he says to Sam that he's going out to find um, what's his name, Mance Raider. Mance Raider, um, because he said that he brought it. He brought together all the warring clans, and if he gets rid of him, he kills him. Then there is no more. There is no more wildling army. Essentially, yeah, no one to unite them. Yeah, so uh, still a bad plan. It does. Yeah, like he even says it's a bad plan, right? Like he says to Sam, "Like it's a bad plan." He's they're like, "They're not gonna let him close enough," as Sam says. Yeah, they're just gonna take him and, and kill him and like torture him. Well, why wouldn't they? What, what 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 does he have to offer them? Can he go undercover? Probably not. Probably not. He's tried that already. Well, no, I mean, could he, like, take off the, the very identifying black robe? And, uh, like, I don't know. He didn't do that, obviously. But, like, maybe he kills it's, a guy. It's, yeah, changes. it's not really clear what his plan is. But it's just one man just walking out there. Yeah, it seems like a, And he says, like, it's such a... It's such a the Sam, between the Sam and John, they just don't have very good plans. Between the two of them, like... <laughs> God, like, I'm just trying to, like, wrap my head around, like, how that would actually work. And like you said, like, I don't think there's any realistic way it it works. 
you know what we forgot to talk about and i'll, I'll get to it uh get back to this in a second how cool was ghost yeah yeah right? it was pretty sick going in like always he only showed what i guess we killed one guy but i assume he made bigger impact than that right yeah you fucked him up yeah yeah um anyway back to what we we're talking about um well i think what his plan is that is that he's going under the pretense of negotiating like he wants to talk right so he said and he's gonna try to get close enough to Mance that he can really kill. i don't know is that that's what he said he said he wants to go there see if he can talk to him and get close enough to kill him okay and after that they'll then they'll kill him but kill he's him okay with sure that. And he's like, it'll you know, it'll be worth the sacrifice. Mm, okay. He gives Sam his sword. Yeah, because he promised uh, he the Lord Commander it. he would never lose it again. And he did. He lost yeah. it in the battle, and he said, so he got it back, and he said, okay, well, I already lost it, I already broke my yeah. promise. So, you, <laughs> all right, you can have it. Although I feel like it's a waste of a fuck of a really like badass sword. Yeah. Um, going, you know what I mean? Like, you take like it's a it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> something steel right uh, Valyrian, steel. Valyrian steel blades right that can cut through like books um, yeah. so you're giving it to Sam who can't even like swing a sword is kind of well, like, he came into his own this episode yeah but doesn't mean he's a, doesn't mean he's a sword fighter I mean come well, on maybe now. it's a step in the right direction what if what if he came back to season 5 and Sam was just like like ripped like he's just like lost so much weight <laughs> and just like he just like he looks like uh, Conan the Barbarian or something <laughs> I assume that your laughter that doesn't happen I, that was I my prediction. That was my that anything. was my prediction for next season. Um, okay, so that I think covers uh, the entire episode. Yeah. Um, so Dan, give me enough one foul soup. Why didn't you like season four, episode nine? Again, I mean, I've said it a couple times, but I th- I thought it was underwhelming. I thought nothing seemed big enough. Which I mean, it's 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 they've been teasing this for a long time now. We didn't really get a good look at the army proper. We just saw a little bit of the army. There was only one mammoth, only a couple of giants. I understand like they have a budget and they probably can't afford to have like thirty mammoths coming out. It just none of it seemed as big as it was promised it would be. And 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 they mentioned later in on the episode that it's uh, it's just like a preliminary battle. They're just feeling out the defenses. So you would hope that to see more. Well, we're not going to see that. None of it seemed as as big as I wanted it to be. It'd be interesting to kind of see um, if whatever happens with John, uh, how that pan- pans out. To see like another attack on the wall, but from the perspective of like behind yeah. enemy lines. That you know? probably would make it a lot cooler, right? Um, like you're just like you know we don't need to even use the whole budget. Like you're in the trees, you're in the woods, right? So you don't have to see everyone all the time, and you, like you can get it up right close to the mammoth or whatever. I mean, they could have done that this episode too. They no, I know. And you know what they did that I thought was really weird um, as far as like. Um, filmmaking uh, is concerned they did this weird thing that you i just didn't expect game of thrones to do where they like looked over the wall and they did one of those like speed zoom pan things you know what i'm talking oh, yeah, about yeah 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 and like it, it was yeah it was like yeah exactly just like battlestar where like they like someone has a camera in their hand and like zoomed in like super fast onto the, the guys on the wall that, yeah and it just I seemed thought that was cool every time that happens in a show it gets me like pumped up no it's cool it just doesn't like doesn't seem to fit like am i whenever that happens in another show it always seems like it's like the camera's in a perspective of where someone holding a camera might actually be, you know. So you can like, because it was like Battlestar, they would do it like it looked like from uh, the ship, you could like look out a window and it would like do a zoom into like fighters, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. This was like from the perspective of uh, like a Night's Watch, like a brother of the Night's Watch, like looking over and then like it's zooming in, like he was holding a camera, which obviously yeah. no one's holding a camera, which is why. I thought that it was, was... It's just to emphasize the guys on the wall in case you didn't see. It was it was kind of cool, but like it is weird to just use it once in the entire series. And yeah. 
It's like that's it, why it, that's it's why. Jarring, I was yeah. Yeah. Um, did I cut you off at all as far as anything else you wanted to say about the episode? Uh, well, the only thing in terms of like as a book reader is just it's supposed to again be bigger. It's supposed to last a couple of days before John makes that decision to go out there, but that's not a huge deal because it would have got boring to say. Yeah, <laughs> it was the same thing over and over and over again. Huge, but it's yeah, it's like days and days. Okay. Um, well, I mean, here's the thing. I think we could presume that this battle will continue over days and days. I don't think we need to see the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. What I would I... like to see more is all I'm saying. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, I really liked it. I think it's been a while since we've seen some, uh, I mean, yeah, last week's, like, mono a mono fight aside, I think it's been a while since we've seen any large-scale combat on this show. I think, yeah. like you said, we haven't seen anything to this scale since Season 2 with Blackwater. Um other moments have been jarring in their own right and exciting in their own right, but you know the red wedding isn't uh, a battle against a giant ice wall. So um, what you say is underwhelming is maybe with uh, with book knowledge you have a certain expectation as to yeah. yeah you have a certain expectation as to what what this is going to hold or what it's going to be and you held it to like you know put it on a pedestal and then it just didn't live up to it for you. Uh, for me, I didn't know what it was gonna what it was gonna get. I mean, I had an idea. But like seeing like that the scythe come out, like all those different things that they did on the top of the the wall, I thought that was all like smart and well done and well executed. Um, I think you actually did see a lot of the money that they spent, like I said, on the screen. You saw a mammoth. Like when's the last time you saw a moving mammoth on a screen since Ice Age, like animated one? <laughs> um, and like those are that like that's cool stuff. Like how often you see any giants riding mammoths? Like like yeah, John they did, says they did so the eloquently. Well, and um, like the the combat was was done really well my my like i said at the the top my complaints i couldn't really see what was happening a lot of the time um which really like really bothered me like i feel like if you just turn up the brightness a little bit more on that episode you make it things a little bit more clear i think um uh it's a, just a better it's a better episode in general um like some i just think it was just really well executed um, I would give it like it's not my favorite episode, but it's for sure, it's for sure up there. Um, I like things to come to mind are like um, that tracking shot. So John jumps out of the the um, um, elevator, right? And yeah. he rolls, and then it pans and it tracks all the way around the whole like yeah, that was Castle cool. Black, it's, and it's it like got everybody. Yeah, right? like pretty much everyone character. doing something, and yeah. it was just it, one one solid cut, right? And that was like that's impressive. That's that's kind of what you want to see um, when they, they talk about battles all the time in Game of Thrones and you never see them. So that's the kind of stuff you want to see every once in a while. It doesn't have to be all the time. But to say it was underwhelming is kind of, I don't know. Um, I, I think maybe I'm painting like too broad a stroke. It, 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 they, they did a lot of that kind of stuff well, but like the, the smaller things. I'm just saying on a, on a larger level, though, like, like even the Giants, they did well, but the Giants are supposed to be another tribe. They're supposed to be like their own little regimen. There's supposed to be more of them. I, I don't know. I, okay, I get, I get that. And the little kid shooting Egret, that was fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, that, that does bother me. I, I'll, I'll give that. I think Egret needed to die in this episode. If you weren't going to kill yeah. John, then yeah, Egret yeah. has to die. And I would have liked to have... I mean, would it have been better if another just it was just an older guy who shot her in the back? Like, I guess. It's but... one of those things, again, where the, the show, it's like... Um, large men or large people in this case can get brought down by small things in this case it's a kid um and it's kind of like retribution you know like she went on this rampage after uh john uh betrayed her and you know this is what like that's what happens when you do these kinds of things i guess i guess is kind of 
the message there uh, yeah. because the kid is the one that did it. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I liked it. I I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. I I really I really did like this episode. Um, so next, what is next week's episode called? Do you have it? Do you know offhand? I don't remember. I IMDb. We'll just IMDb it here. Yeah. Um, I think it's called the laws. No, no, that was no, no, no. That happened something, already. Something about the father. Uh, it's called the children. Oh, the children. Um, so the and. So next week is episode 10. It's called The Children. Uh, Circumstances change after an unexpected arrival from north of the wall. Daenerys uh, must face harsh realities. Bran learns more about his destiny, and Tyrion sees the truth about his situation, which could not be more vague. But um, it's like, you might as well just write, things happen, people learn things, and the end. Like I'm not expecting much from a synopsis. I don't want it to spoil things anyway. Um, But I'm excited. There's a lot left on the table for episode 10 that... Like that you want to be tied up before. The well, end of the you know season. what? I think a lot of stuff was actually like if we didn't see Daenerys again, this like in the season, I think I'd be fine with that. How it ended, like that's a no, good no, way to wrap like, it up. The stuff at the wall for sure, and the stuff with Tyrion, you need to know. Yes, like, those two things for sure. But I think some of the other stuff, like if we never saw um, um, Ramsay, if we never saw Ramsay again, um, uh, Ramsay. Uh, What's his last name? Bolton now. Bolton, yeah, Ramsey Bolton, or the Boltons in general. If you never saw them again this season, I think I, I think they that that story was wrapped up nicely. Yeah, they they did that very Especially well. That and, yeah, Daenerys too, shot. I guess. But although we are seeing her next week, so I, but either way, like I think there's the main things I want to see wrapped up. Maybe a little bit of teasing for what to expect from season five, which I literally no idea. Um, <laughs> I think. So just to touch on um, what I said. Um, I guess last week was my complaint about the show in general, about it being predictably uh, unpredictable. Um, My prediction was right to some degree, right? That they would win today uh, on this, in this, this whole event. Uh, No one major died um, other than Egret, but like she was never really a main character. Right. Yeah. Um, So I think my, like my, I think my argument still stands. Um, No, of course. I think it still does. I think it still does. And until there's, until there's another, Until something legitimately okay, well, okay, here, not just it, it, uh, the show is so predictably or unpredict or whatever you said. Yeah, what's gonna happen next week? There's no fucking way you're gonna be able to predict it. I guarantee you. <laughs> okay, well maybe, but like, is it just the opposite of what would normally happen in a no? Like it didn't. My only pro- okay, no. If you, I'm fine with things happening that are unexpected as long as it's done in a a, meth- a method that's like. It's going to sound weird, but fair. If you're going to set up a story in a certain way, you have to pay it off properly. No, you don't. That's the whole point of this series uh, is that you don't have well, to. Well, no, but then don't don't tell the story that way then. I mean, you know what I mean? That's the way he wants to tell the story. It's his story to tell. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's, that's my, but that's my complaint. Which is, is that on. it's unconventional. But it's, it's so unconventional. Well, no, it's just, it's, it's, no, it's, it's contrarian. That's not just unconventional. It's contrarian. Which it's some for, it's, but it's not, can be fine. I don't it's not me... what you said. It's not just for the sake of being contrary. It, 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 there's a purpose I think sometimes it. it is because he said it with his own two words that he he, he kills off that he people. Wants, because you want to keep guessing. That's what you want to do yeah. anytime you tell a story. Yeah, you well, don't that's want not what, he, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say he's like he writes the story and he like thinks about who he wants to kill next. You know, like No, no, no. He never <laughs> said that. No, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Um, anyway, I don't want to get it. We talked about this last week. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm sure it'll, it'll come back up again. Yeah. Um... At that, I guess uh, we can uh, leave it at that. Make sure to tune in to our show next week uh, to listen to us talk about 
season four, episode 10, The Children. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Tower Babblecast. Like us on iTunes, rate us on iTunes. Um, tell your friends to listen to the show. Um, and uh, yeah, we will uh, see you guys next week. Today's Game of Thrones theme cover was the violin and guitar cover played by the hot violinist on YouTube. <laughs>